Okay, boys, we have tonight is Asarab Tevet, 10th day of, of the month of Tevet. Very special night tonight. Tomorrow is the fast. Be'azat Hashem. We wish Mashiach would come. But as of, as of now, it's supposed to be a fast tomorrow. And this fast, a very special, special fast. What do we, what does it mark in history when they laid siege to the, to the temple, to the Beit HaMakadash? The enemies laid siege on Asarab Tevet in the first temple. And 18 months they were around Yerushalayim, Jerusalem, not letting in, in and out, trying to force the people into submission. But that whole time, Hashem was protecting them. And finally, 18 months later, at Shabbat, on the 17th day of the month of Tammuz, the walls were broken in. And three weeks later, the temple was destroyed in Shabbat. And... The question is, question is asked, why do we make a fast on laying of the siege? It would make more sense to make it on Shabbat, like we do. We have a fast already on the burning of the temple, or the breaking of the walls. Of course, you understand that the beginning of the siege already is something bad. But deeper than that, the Hatam Shofet says something very, very remarkable. He says, the reason why... The rabbis instituted a fast on the 10th day of Tibet when the city was laid siege, when they surrounded the city. Well, we actually know that the city was laid siege many times before that. If you read history and the prophets, you'll sign, there were times before that was laid siege. And there's no fast on those days. But the reason is because the same way the Babylonian king down here on earth, he surrounded Jerusalem with his armies. So too, at that time, the heavenly court was sitting in Shamayim, judging right-wingers and left-wingers, pros and cons. Will the temple be destroyed? Do we have any defense that it should not be destroyed? And they were judging all those months, yes and no, yes and no, So finally, the lefties, and Shammai, the left-wingers, the evil, they won, and Hashem agreed to destroy the temple. And he says, there's no year that the curse is not worse than the one before it. And Hazal tell us in the Yerushalayim, that any generation that the temple was not rebuilt in his generation, it was as if it was destroyed in his lifetime. Which means to say, it comes out, I'm trusting his words, I'm trusting his words, I'm trusting it comes out that every year is renewed a new destruction. What is that? Every year when it comes to the day of Asarab when the first siege was laid on the, on the temple, when, they had, when on that, that the, the siege was laid on the temple, when they had to decide what would do with the temple and the Yerushalayim, when it started then, the judgment about the destruction of the temple, likewise every generation... The Betish and Ma'ala and Shammai, they're sitting today, tomorrow, and they're going to decide what will be the destruction. Will, we, will it be worse than the exile? Will exile get worse than it is now? It's terrible. What's going on in the world today is crazy. And they're going to discuss tomorrow. They're going to, they're going to seal tomorrow, yes or no. Will we have a temple this year? Will we have a temple? 
Will we have an easy, a better, easy year this year? Have a worse year? Will it be tougher? Will we go deeper into the exile? A very powerful, powerful thing is happening tomorrow. I saw I was I saw someone out of tonight somewhere else, and I saw a big sign quoting this and saying, "We're making a big tehillim tomorrow." Together, together, making a tehillim because of this. How a person has to realize that if you're being judged tomorrow, what's going to be this coming year from this from tomorrow already? Oops, Corona, those problems. What else was going on? We had all kinds of things going on in all the countries. All kinds of new laws and here in America, oh, crazy things. That was all judgment. I said, I'm Because that's all, whatever it has to do with the destruction of the temple, it's not Rosh Hashanah. It has to do with this day. I said, I'm That's the time it's being judged. And it's 20 pros and cons. So you're going to say to yourself, well, listen, what can I do myself, Hashem? I'm one guy myself. The famous question, well, Rabbi, what for me? The answer is, says, Mr. Sharim. Moshe Hamlutato says in the Sefer, Path of the Just, he says, remarkably, he says, when you pray for Beta Mikdash to come back, when you yourself try to be better, try to rectify your misdeeds, try to be something, somewhat better in something, and you want the temple to come back, Beta Mikdash be back. So that as far as you're concerned, even if it was not built in that year for you. But as far as you're concerned, it was built already. Which means when Hashem will point the finger one day and say, You, you, Christ, my temple, you did not cause the destruction. As I said before, it's not, we're not built in a generation, any, any generation that was not built in a generation, as if, he, as if it was destroyed in a generation. Because his marriage should have protected, it should, it should have been brought back. Well, say it's not brought back. If, as far as you're concerned, you're not, you're not responsible. You did the best you can. You prayed to the temple. But if you don't care, and you don't pray for the temple, and you don't try to be a little bit better for the national cause, international cause, I'm Israel, so then you're accountable also that it wasn't built. Where was your prayer? Where was your kavanah and amidah in Yerushalayim? Where was your being a little bit better and trying to get a, a better judgment than the day of Asarab Tevet? This is so serious. And besides, it also helps the person come out of his spiritual, his own personal exile. Every Jew has his own personal ups and downs. But if you show Hashem that I'm interested in your Beit HaMikdash, I'm interested in, your, in an international salvation of Am Yisrael, you also get your personal salvation for your problems that you have. And that's being discussed on the day of this this is a message I want to pass over to the boys. It should be widespread, this message. When someone knows that on this day, Hashem is going to decide what will be with the exile today, this coming year. Will it be better? Will it be worse? To go worse than what is today, it's crazy. We got to pray. And we got to take this in consideration very strongly. If we do that, Tonight, tomorrow, Philod, and learning Torah, and the Tehillim, and giving Tzedakah, and, and being better, taking upon ourselves one thing at least to be better in before the day is over tomorrow night. It's over very quickly, it's very short. To think, to think of fixing one problem we have, to fix one thing to become better in. At least we could say, Hashem, we tried. Fear the Magdash.
It's not our fault if that built. Help us have a good year. Give us a good year. As far as you're concerned, Hashem says, you did the right thing. Merit to this great day. Our Tfilot should go up to Shamayim. Not only that the destruction, that the exile should not continue and be bad. It should finish. And Hashem should bring the Mashiach. We should be better than that. We should be love. The love of Hashem should come down upon us. And we should be zocher to the kibbutz galayot, gathering of the exiles, and be meet all together on the Yerushalayim, in the Kodesh, and see what the Mekdash. Amen, amen.